Hello, welcome to Football Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their genes being professional footballers dashed away as children, and when at birth was confined to wheelchair and have two discovered food, have their say on the Premier League. Enjoying that Pepsi there, Darren? Yeah, I don't often do um, soft drinks. Uh, fizzy yeah. drinks, yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got fizzy drinks are available. Coke. My friend, if you just want to sponsor us, that's Tango. amazing. Tango's available. Fanta. Once again, one of the Coke brand, by the way, it's madness. If any of you want to sponsor us, that's fantastic. Absolutely, man. It's, it's just got, it's Twitter got will be said, and you know, at the end of the podcast. <laughs> hey, man, you got to get it. Okay, <laughs> you got to get, gotta get the money. Darren's here, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. mm. oh, well, let's wait till next week, innit? <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Michael's here. Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. Hey, feeling like quite somber. You alright then? No, I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah, good, good, man. Yeah. I'm good, man. I'm feeling good. It's quite sultry, that voice, man. What's going on? It's got his Barry Mike. He's got his Barry White on. Someone going on? Madonna. Oh, he's talking to your girl again. Yes, well, I'm fucking. He actually busy. was. <laughs> not, not before the podcast. <laughs> not to air out his his personal life for the pod. It's actually true, but whatever. Yeah, hold on. Let's dip that hat to the side, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Alright, let's mess up my trim. Mess up the trim. Yeah. You know, we've got a nice trim. When he uh, left Arsenal. No need to be upset, hey, man. You're kicking on Friday. You have to think you go to the haircut, bro. I know. Yeah, madness. But anyway, no problem. Hey, madness. Madness, 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 madness. That's madness, why madness, I said madness, wait till madness. next week. It's jokes. If you don't know already. But anyway, let's do this. Boy! That was a loud clap. I apologise. I mean, it's fine. Oxley Chamberlain. Back to back, G. Five. Back to back, G. No, take back. What's well, so Chamberlain? Nil. Other teams, five. Boy. But apparently, apparently, uh, Liverpool are in good form. He's, the man's got no professional shame, and to be honest, he deserves what happened to him. I ain't gonna lie, I backed him when he said it. I was like, swear down, yeah. It was funny to, for, for the neutral. For, then, for me, I was burning inside. Oh, yeah, of course. Because he's a prick for that. He's a massive prick, but hey. He got slapped for it, innit? Hey. So, boy. Well, you know he's like that. that. God, God, God to fan of people being humble. You gotta gotta have that humility, man. It's true. You gotta be you gotta be humble. You ca- you can't chat shit. Hashtag say humble, Anthony Joshua. Like uh, a previous <laughs> uh, a previous episode said, chat shit get banged. That's it. Remember, like twenty seven. That's for our long term listeners out there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But boy, let's get to the game. Oxley Chamberlain nil. Man City five. I'm calling Liverpool. I'm Oxley Chamberlain, by the way, because okay. I don't know it's jokes. For you, you're, you're enjoying life right I'm now. enjoying it, man. I've got three points. I got three points. Oh, you got three points, <laughs> yeah. you know? You've got three points, you know? It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. You did get three points last week and not getting it this week. Hey, we got three points this no. week. Oh, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, so generally get three points like last week or, or this week. So. <laughs> he's he's, he's peaking right now. Hey, how you doing, Oxford? So we're, listening. We're, Fuck you. We're going to talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about it. 5-0. Madness. <laughs> Slapping, 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 slapping. Klopp got exposed. As we said, and then we we constantly said on the podcast, it's gig and press or bust, because my guy was still playing high lines and pressing games when, you, when he was when he was a man down. Honestly, <laughs> Christ, you're one note. So you're one note down, and you're oh, so when, when did that happen? Twenty. Well, the record. Yeah, around the thirty-second minute. Thirty minute. Yeah. Instead, instead of doing, instead of doing. Um, ten men behind the ball, most uh, most uh, um Can't long exactly. balls toward the on the break. He wants to gig and press and just got passed away around away from away home from as home. well. 
And this is what I say. This is what I say all the time. If you ain't got a plan B, I don't rate you. I can't because if you can't adapt to a situation like that, you're just exposing your team to much damage, and that's what happened. You had that sending off. It was a forward, so you can be forgiven for not making a change around the team because you're thinking, okay, I still got my structure there. But then you take off Salah for Ox. Instead of taking off maybe Firmino. Oh, well, on Adam. On one Adam. And bringing in a defender, keeping Siren because then you've got an out ball and you can keep the um, City defence still thinking about threats and behind them. And it, I mean, to be, to, be, to be fair to Klopp, Salah was missing a lot of chances. He was That's missing a lot of He was missing a lot of chances, but he's your main threat in terms of pace. Yeah. On the break. Oh, and for most, That's not the point. With his words. No, as but, well. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> okay, but if, right, but that's my point. If you're fast, yeah, as well, surely you'd add on extra pace to boost that counter-attacking football. That's my opinion because if you have Chan and Henderson essentially being your defensive minded players in your time that's now go and do back <laughs> back in in bold quotation marks <laughs> you know he's trying to do that behaviour yeah but regardless he can still play a bit of a defensive game and Henderson can do that as well he's your Henderson captain he'll, he'll run shit. around for you anyway that's what all English players do, do shit, isn't it? But Henderson can shout and point well yeah we know that we know that James Milner Mark 2 so if you're going to do that yeah alright cool do that and then maybe have Ox, because Ox can also play central midfield anyway, and then you got um, Firmino and you got Salah on the break. You didn't do that. You took off a fast player for someone that is fast but not as fast, and then also you brought me to a situation where whether it's him or anyone else, once you're losing in a game against City with all their attacking talent, you're, it's long for you. Yeah. With ten men, it's long. So I can't. This is why. This is why I get angry at Klopp and Manchester Zakin because if you don't have that plan B. And you don't build a, a squad that can give you different options. You're just gonna do the same thing over and over. Not even just that, but it's just like I don't understand the, the naivety. You know the way Pep likes his teams to play. He's going to keep the ball. He's going to pass it. It's going to be quite direct with his passing, but he's going to pass it a lot. Exactly. He's going to make your team lose their shape. But you continue you're to a press. man down. Drop deep. You continue to Humble press. yourself. Drop deep. You're it's away from home. Take the point and run if you can get a point. Or at least try and minimise the goal difference. Avoid the embarrassment. Exactly. So you drop back. You play players that are good at sticking to positions. Position, uh, positionally disciplined. That's and it. you you hope you hope for a set piece. You hope for a breakaway run from Salah. And you just keep being solid. Because But Liverpool can't do that. Talking from experience here. We had a manager that could adapt. But that game against City, 6-1. We're down to 10 men. We're struggling for life, and you continue to attack despite goals splashing. It, it, it was it was a derby, so it was head loss. Yeah, but but, but it's, it, regard derby big game, yeah, your title challenges is within the same bracket, and you it's head loss, and you let you guys go forward and just keep attacking, attacking. Arsenal do the same thing with the A two. You're losing goals after goals. You got man like Giroud there. You got Kaká who just came out from a loan at Charlton, but you continue to press and press. I, I can't respect managers that do that. So it's silly. Allow it. I'm being honest, but I have to drop it. But I've got six points already, so I'm not. I'm just coming for you. All right, fair. At least there's no bias here. Exactly. At least there's no bias. Let's talk about the goals. Um, first one too easy. Kevin De Bruyne pass. It was a great pass, but too much space for a grow. What I've noticed. Clever and massive. No comment. What I've noticed is Pep's t- 
teams score goals in the same way wherever he goes. Yeah. yeah. Low cross into the box, pull back into the box, go winger cutting inside and shooting, or like uh, two and one on the goalkeeper and squaring it and tapping I mean, it. If you can't stop it, then that's something. Oh, yeah, well, there's something about, about the manager's system that, that works. Working, it wasn't yeah. a criticism, it was an observation. But the, that they, they did all those type of goals in that game. Mm. So. But yeah, um, that was easy for them. Um, that was easy. Let's talk about the easy ones. This, uh, this, oh, boy. boy. <laughs> right, um, Jordan Henderson, stand up. So Sit back down. The, f- the, the, the third one, when Aguero squares it to Jesus to finish it off. Yeah. You have a shape here, and there's five of you there. And then one of your players gets beaten, and then you go and bomb yourself like he no complete, no um common sense, no um composure. Like just ran, just ran straight towards the player. You're sounds not, sounds quite English. Yeah, there you go. Nowhere near him. <laughs> nowhere near him, and you've opened up a big gap. And that gap you're occupying was between the centre backs. Now, first and foremost, centre backs the gap shouldn't be that big in the first place. That's but, what happens when you have a centre midfielder play DM. Boys. And that's centre midfielder in quotation marks because I don't know what he is. Boy. But even then, like, you know, it, 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 well, Matip and Clavin were just a mess in, in general. They're always a mess, though. He had, he had like... But like, he, was costly for, he was the cost for that goal. I mean, you, you worked Arsenal. Fair. Fair play, but you, that defence needed sorting out. And it needed sorting out before the... Yeah. He, hand, he hadn't bought a centre back the whole... That of the chance we had the Liverpool we had with the Liverpool guests screaming yeah. this one that will play the Champions League game mm. against Hoffenheim. Yeah, like the saga, like the seventy million pound oh. saga with For Van Dijk. Ludicrous. It's, it, that, that, like he's not one, he's not worth it, and two, if they're if they're stating they want that sort of money, that means they're not willing to sell. On exactly. top of that, there is other set of backs in the world better than the current state of the Liverpool set of backs than Van Dijk. Mm, there was a myriad of defenders better than Van Dijk. And the myriad of defenders better than the Liverpool back four. Well, listen, competence again. You go for one target and bear in mind, he No, you say it. that. You say yeah. that. You say that. But Ox is clearly a secondary target to Naby Keita. Even though they've got Naby Keita, they haven't got Naby Keita this year. No. Because you know, when Naby Keita comes next year, Ox is going to be utility yeah, no, but, So I don't understand why they don't use that exact same logic that's, uh, that's what when they've got defenders. That's what, I'm saying is incompet- that's what I'm saying is incompetence because defence was where you struggled the most. Yeah. So... Or at least, if you're not going to buy a centre-back, at least buy a DM. Yeah. You know, like, you sold Lucas Leiva. I mean... Yeah, was, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, He's literally your only natural defensive <laughs> midfielder. I mean, having, having said... Having, he to, no, he had to go, but... Uh, having, you know what I'm saying? Like, you replaced, you replaced with better they, they They tried to do that with... Uh, I mean, they tried to replace Leiva when he was there with uh, with Chan, but Chan decided he wanted to be a mid-centre. But he's Balak, isn't it? Hey, boy, little Balak. Little Balak. <laughs> so, like, but this is the point. So, about 70 million on one player who also signed a six year contract in January. Yeah. So, they have no obligation to say, yeah, hey, you can go. You signed a six year deal, bruv. And you as a club know that if you're going to sell, they're going to sell the player, they're going to want top, top money. So, if they're quoting 70 and then you go and do this illegal approach, you apologize, you're going to come back and say, I still want the same player. They'll tell you that right, slap down hundreds mm. because they have every right to. Draw, yep. So that's incompetence. Well, you can boss your midfield and attack, but where you're weakest the most, you, you don't have a look. What I don't understand for me is okay, the notion that you needed to get a better setback was seen by everybody. 
Um, but on top of that, just the same difference in mistakes Liverpool were making last season, they made this season. Exactly. Like their first game of the season, they conceded set so many set pieces. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being funny. Like They've had so many times... So much time to work on their defence. So much time to work on their shape off the ball when they can't gegenpress. But it is just gegenpress because that's all he knows. It's literally all he knows. That's all he knows. That's why the guy can't win finals. That's why he can't win finals. Because you can't just play gegenpress in finals. In finals, you've got to be way more aware going backwards than you are going forwards. Look at the United game against Ajax. We set up not to outplay Ajax, but to utilize their lack of height and our greater height to then win the final. Because you need to maximize your strengths and minimize the other team's weaknesses in big games. And this is why Klopp hasn't got a great big game record. I mean, it wasn't severe. It wasn't severe. It wasn't severe. But are you trying to tell me? Okay. Wait, wait. No, 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 are you trying no, no, to tell me? Would you try to tell me Klopp would have played any different, regardless of who? No, no. I'm being facetious, by the yeah, way. And yeah, I get you. you. you it's exactly exactly exactly. No, exactly, exactly. You actually went. There was no up against them, innit? Yeah. And you didn't change your system. You just, just continued whilst they're actually outplaying you until starting to show his brilliance and scored that wonderful goal. Instead, instead of thinking, right, we got a goal. Let's go. Soak up pressure. Hit on the break. Or just, do something. You just went and just go and press, gig and press, gig and press. If you're thinking about adrenaline dumps that might happen at finals, so players might get knackered quickly, you've got a mental strain of it, so you need to be to be able to pick a team that are disciplined. And this is what happened at Dortmund but, that but, last but, season he had. They got worn out worn because out. you also applied that kind of pressure in training and they get tired. Same thing happened to your local team last season. They got tired at some point. Obviously they Every Christmas his teams in England get, get knackered. They get finished. Like... And then also the last last point on him as well. Bullshit about you don't sell players at at your clubs. Uh, as if um what's it called? Um buying mini point using for Asda when they were getting low and dusky and got us off for you. Oh he's not right, man. That all right, but that was cold. That was no nah, Asda. I'm gonna drop facts, bro. Shit man. <laughs> I just, I mean, to be honest, there's no shame in losing to City with Not having 10 men. The issue isn't that. The issue is the inability of the team to understand the situations that they're in and patenting their team to the situation that they're in at the time. That's it. Do you know what I mean? And that, that I think that's what my big issue is. And that was what my issue would be if I was a Liverpool fan. I'd be, okay, so instead of us getting battered, why can't we shut up shop? Mm. Why can't we shut up shop? Why ain't we got players good enough I'm positionally disciplined enough to shut up shop. And 40 a goal difference to get slap five. Bruv. Minus one. Like that. Quick maths. <laughs> Quite negative on, on Liverpool. I mean, two, two United fans. Let's try to be positive. No, well, every, everything we said, everything we said were facts. No, no, I get, no, I get you. I'm, I'm saying, like, Let's be positive with City, not, oh, not no, that no, you weren't oh, saying oh, anything see, wrong. City was City. There were lots of great things about City. Um, I mean, Mendy's balls into the box were just amazing. From left back, his, 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 his delivery into the area is always dangerous. Um, you've always got De Bruyne pulling strings from deeper, um, especially when he was afforded a little bit more room when they had a, a man sent off. Um, Aguero and Jesus combining, which... Is nuts <laughs> to be completely honest with you. Um, Sane making impacts off the bench, 
just just strength and depth attacking wise just looking proper dangerous and they flourished they flourished the only uh, it's not even a criticism because um, Pep realised it straight away he said in this um, interview he said when it was 11 vs 11 it was very open they were getting in, between, in behind us like he, he noticed he noticed the weakness straight away and you know Liverpool had a few chances where they probably should have a squared it or better finishing would have been different Def, definitely on, on Salah's part as well it's, it's, he, missed, he missed a whole bunch of exactly, cities exactly especially him so you know he, but he noticed that but as soon as they went 11 versus 10 they just they, they destroyed them let's talk about the main talking point of that game because you did say it record 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 yeah all day record Darren did you you, you were a bit yeah. on, it, on, on the fence on, 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 uh, I was, I was a bit on the fence for second but I'm not now. It's fucking record. Oh, that's GBA. Have you right. seen his face? Real... If you haven't seen Ederson's face, go look at it. It's like he's been stabbed in the. F- he's like because uh, the main. I mean, obviously, the main argument was Marley has every right to go for it, but he was well beaten to the ball. There's every yeah. right to go for it, but dangerous no. play is still dangerous play. There's dangerous that's the play, thing. but that's but, uh, the to, ball to, to counter that. He lost. He, he was. He lost the ball. There was no need to go for the that. The thing well, is, though. either either way, it's irrelevant. Dangerous play. Yeah. Rules of the game is a red card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so irrelevant of whether he had every right to go for it or not, it's a red it's card a because that's the rules of the game. That's it. And certain pundits need to stop putting their machismo and their oh, yeah. ideas of how real men play football and talk about the actual rules of the game. Hennessy dislocated his shoulder, but he was still waving. That's a proper man. Who? Wait, what? That was the comment on Sky Sports today. Who? Tony Gill. What did he say? He said Ray Hennessy dislocated his shoulder, but he was still waving, waving and saying, "All right, all right to the fans." That's a proper, no. man. that's a proper, no. proper man, because he was no. waving. All right. Incre- increase the, the time, time, increase your time off. Then you gonna what? That makes no sense. He's gonna be injured for longer, fam. Also, he's uh. a goal, he's a goalkeeper, so he really wants to injure his arm. His shoulder. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, proper man. Oh, he really yeah. was. He really was to injure his shoulder more playing goal. Pathetic. That makes sense. Christ but what mind. I don't. What I just to be completely honest with you, um, it's all bullshit from the same the same people, the same suspects that we always know chat shit anyway. The so. same generation of football footballing Precisely. pundits. Yeah. Um, the ones that want to complain about players dancing when they were at the pub. Right? After but the every pub, game, drink yeah. after every game, before every game, yeah. not taking training seriously. What, and you've got Garth Crooks saying, Pub, what he to stop acting like an adolescent because he has haircuts? You need to start acting like you used to be a sportsman with your overweight self. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> was, <laughs> nobody, nobody was talk about that. No, no, let's be real. Let's be real. Yes, if you want to say something completely irrelevant to somebody's footballing ability, let's talk about something completely irrelevant to your punditry ability. Am I lying? Am I lying? Am I, am I lying? This has been another episode of the Free Football Call. No, am I lying? What you said for him like that? No, because... No, I'm sick. I'm sick of I'm sick of pundits using their own personal agendas to bush things that are completely unfootball related. If man was to put a red streak through his air, let him do that. It's got nothing to do with how well he kicks a ball. Oh my god. Likewise, Garth Cooks being fat has got nothing to do with how he talks about the game. But when you want to do 
But if somebody was to say that to him, he would be saying that's out of order. Am I lying? Is that not facts? Man, made me cry, man. Shit. <laughs> oh. Is it true or not? You're Am not, I lying? Instead of trying to make your name of being that black pundit that criticizes Pogba because you're threatened by his blackness, maybe talk about him as a footballer. If you find there's holes in his game, actually tell us where you think there's holes in his game. Saying that he's acting like a child because he's got a haircut or he dances with his teammates makes you sound like an idiot because that's got nothing to do with him kicking a ball around. Literally. Damn. It's the truth. It's the truth. Damn. Wow. <laughs> the truth, man. So... Well, boom, man. Well, boom. Oi. All right. Um, I'm right on. Um, let, let, let's, let, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Wow. <laughs> Um, that's how people should react to Garth Crooks if he says something (laughs) stupid that's not related to football but you're fat because that's not related to what you're saying but you want to bring attention to something that's not important and we'll do that to you you, you. it's facts Uh, what was next Uh, Deboer Deboer yeah Yeah, Deboer Deboer. big story of the day sacked after four games right okay Um, so this is another one that me and Dan watched today Um, the comment was this some others um well, Hushin's going to be a good appointment. He was that some other so he lost his first five games, but was given time to turn it around. They literally said that. They literally said that with the chest, and then started continuing with the with the the ball slander. So, so, Sam Allardyce lost his first five, five games, games, but was still given time by the same chairman. The boy loses four, he's fired. But oh, on top of that, the ball was hired under the pretense that Paris were going to take. A slow evolution in the way that they play football, but the thing is similar to Stoke, right? Yes, yes. Precisely. Yeah. But what's happened is they bottled it after four games. He gets fired, but funnily enough, the people that decided to do that have still got a job. The people that hired the boy have still got a job. If they knew that the boy style isn't conducive to the way Palace want to play football or Palace can play football, he should not have been hired in the first place. Number two, if you're going to hire a manager like that, yeah, and you know your your club personnel isn't good enough to play at football, back the manager in the market. Because two loan signings, <laughs> Riderworld and Sacco, does not change the whole style of the team. Yeah. Because before that, what was it, Kabaye and... Kabaye and Punchin are the only midfielders that can play that type of football. Exactly. Zaha is complement to it because he can beat players. But he he's not really got that passing ability like that anyway Benteke isn't a, fo- a footballer that can play that Cruyff style of football he's not good enough with the ball at his feet there you go that's why he didn't make it at Liverpool but apparently you let him loan sign who do you loan sign Timothy Fossi Mensah Timothy Fossi Mensah and uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek Ruben Loftus-Cheek so defensive midfielders <laughs> and then you've got you've got just what I find completely co- confusing to me is the idea that when the ball comes, he should change a team that was managed by Pulis and Allardyce and Holloway into this Cruyff style team in a month's worth of Premier League football and should be getting results straight away. That doesn't make any sense. If you know anything about the way the, the three former managers play football, it's the complete antithesis of the manager that they hired. So either they fucked up in recruiting and didn't really recruit 
the whole time manager they should have recruited or they didn't give the board enough time. Either way, this is Palace's fault. This is poor management by Parish yet again. Yep. They're turning into their new Sunderland now with a constant hiring and firing of managers when things get, get, get a bit tough. If I was Chelsea, if I was United, I'd be like, right, I'm getting our young G's out of there and putting them in the other teams. Because if we... We're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to talk about him later, but if you know the manager that is rumoured to take over Jesus from Van de Boer, it is a complete backward step. Jesus Christ. If you know anything about his record, it's a complete backward step. So, again... Stupid. This makes like, no sense. Literally one of the most stupid, pathetic sackings I've ever, like, come what, across. What makes no sense to me is... One, it's four games. Two, the players that obviously came for De Boer will now feel ostracised in some form or way. There's no direction. Yeah. No, well, there is a direction. It's backwards. Yeah. Because of who they're, who, they're gonna, who they're planning on hiring. We'll talk about that, as you said. But it's four games. It's the start of the season. Bruv. Nothing's going to change. Bruv. It is. The, the transfer market's gone. You've got, you got another, you got another, you've got four months till the, till the next one opens. Nothing's gonna happen. And the thing is, yeah, what was the fixtures that I said after this after this weekend? They've got United. And they've got a cup, then they've got City, United, Chelsea. The, like, all right, we'll talk about who, who they, they plan on hiring. They plan on hiring Hodgson. Right. One doesn't have a record of beating the big teams in big games. Two. Wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I, can I do this? <laughs> all right, go on. Roy Hodgson has been managing for 41 years. Shit. 41 years, all right? It's coming. Okay. <laughs> drop it down. Drop it down. Drop, His drop biggest it. achievement domestically is coming to the final of the Europa League with Fulham in 2009, I think. Yeah, 2009. Um, he's managed Inter Milan in the 95, came seventh with Inter Milan with Zanetti, Roberto Carlos, Pagliuca, some really top quality players. Del Vecchio. Del Vecchio. And he was also a black man manager the year after they won the league and absolutely flopped with them. Yep, yep, yep. Up until, I think, Leicester, they were the worst, def- uh, the worst defence of the Premier League title. That's on his record. He underachieved with an England team that got knocked out by a, t- a country with all due dis- respect, can't play football for half the year. And then you've got, on, on top of that, the fact that his longest reign at a club are minus... Minus the England um, tenure yeah. was, I think, at Malmo or um, UAE. Back in what year, sorry, bro? Um, in UAE, he managed at UAE, I think, from 2002 to 2004. Uh, what about Malmo? And Malmo, I think, was in the 80s. 80s 1985. Yeah. And we're talking about when football was a completely different climate then. And this is the man, again, he's managed for 41 years. He's got no major achievements under his belt. He's a journeyman manager who's not done anything of note since 30 years back to s- who they've seen as a more... more uh, I don't want to use the word better, but a more suitable manager than somebody who's won their league title within the last five years. It doesn't make any sense. Every time something like this Every time an English team takes a risk on a manager and it doesn't come off, they start shitting themselves straight away and then they get in for the usual suspect. Usual suspects that are blocking 
the young English guys from the job. It's not, it's not, it's not the likes of Frank De Boer, Mauricio Pellegrino, um, Slavin Bilic at all that are blocking the way for the for the youngish managers. It's these guys who've managed for 41 years in this country and other countries who've done nothing with it. They've done absolutely nothing with it. There is nothing to tell me in Roy Hodgson's recent career that he is actually decent at managing a decent club. Liverpool, for example, was an absolute Boy. travesty. Boy. He bought Paul Kocheski and Joe Cole. Boy. Shit. Boy. Paul Kocheski is playing for Billy Ricky now. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't it? You see? That's, yeah. Yeah. And we want to talk about putting the team forward. How is that going forward? That is a consistent, regressive thing that happens when English teams get worried and they lose their bottle and then the mates in the media will say he's a solid appointment, he's a solid appointment. But if you look at his career, he's, he's not a solid appointment, he's a regressive appointment, he's not going to do anything new, he's not going to do anything that other than keep Palace up and that is going to be seen as a good job. Palace were never going to go down this year. They were never going to go down. Tell us about the standard of this place when managers are praised for keeping teams up. Precisely. They will never the thing is the facts of the matter is with, with Palace is they have enough quality going through their ranks to survive this season. They had. And also, when they were in January, they sent what, like upwards of fifty million. Yep. When Sam was at was at the helm. How can you call for a complete restructure and the way the team is being playing football and not back him in the market? And then hire some guy who is going to go completely back on the words that you gave the fans at summer just to play the same football that they obviously didn't want to see in the first place. Rohatch is not going to be any more expensive, any more attacking than the ball. It's going to be worse. He's going to make them solid at the back. But they're going to have nothing going forwards. And they won't even be that solid at the back because their defenders aren't that good. Mm. Man's gonna tell you we're gonna hear stuff like um he was never cut for the Premier League. Yeah. All that stuff. The the Dutch League is special in itself because when you hear about the Dutch League in the in the press, you hear Alfonso Alves. You don't hear Luis Suarez. Mm. You don't hear Dennis Burkamp. Mm-hmm. You don't hear Ruvan Nistor. You don't hear Marco Overmars. You don't hear Marco Overmars. You don't hear those names, you don't hear those names there. It's such a it's such a hotbed for for young up and coming, coming talent, and that's that's always been its problem. It's never had the money to, to keep their stars, yeah. And that's why it's never never really mounted. I mean, apart from was it the eighties and early nineties when they when they were winning Champions League and stuff. Do you know what? So, with with the limited amount of funds, yeah, Holland have still become a limited amount of funds and a criminally underperforming national team. They've still maintained in recent years, yeah. Even so, they still maintain such football relevancy. Mm. Because how tactically aware their players are. Every single Dutch player can play multiple positions. Not in a way that Phil Jones can play multiple mm. positions, but in a way where they can play it well. Very well. Look at Blind, for example. Precisely. Started as a defensive midfielder, very comfortable. Left back, very comfortable. Centre back, very comfortable. The only thing he's not Left wing back pace. can play set midfield he's as not, well. He's not fast, but he's intelligent. Burkamp was never fast, but he destroyed you. That means it's still trying to find him to this day. To be honest, 
To be honest, I know the agenda we're just did last weekend. It's alright, it's alright. We'll play around with you, bro. Don't worry. To be honest, <laughs> Daily Blind last season at centre back and the season before at centre back, especially for the Van Gaal era at centre back, when people were worried every time Lukaku would come up against him, Lukaku never let Lukaku never netted in a big game. He dealt with him well. Never netted in the FA Cup semi final. Never netted at Old Trafford because they didn't have him because he knew how to play the position. So, the issue, again, the issue here is Palace got scared. It's a very English problem. It's, that's that, you, see, you said it there, it's an English problem, and that's, that's probably one of the main reasons why they probably got rid of him, is because the whole English contingent. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if a West Ham did this either or all. No, but but Pal- is, Palace did it first. The thing is, Bilic should probably yeah, be, be gone. Be gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bilic has had. He's what, three, four years now? Bilic has had three years. He's had. A lot of backing in the transfer market. Yep. He's had the worst transfer. Yeah. Um, I do get that, but once once again, to, to counter that, it's it's the history of of Bilic as well that that's 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 kept him quite in his yeah job. because he's a, because he's a West Ham yeah, man. He's a hammer. So I think they do want to get rid of him last year because 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 of the respect they had for him. And the fans that he had for him as well. But they backed him again in the market. They, yeah, they backed him. They backed him again in the market. I mean, the season's only just started and we don't know where they're going to finish. Not, I don't think it's going to be high, but they might surprise us. What, what my issue is, is there is no way, in my opinion, Slavon Bilic should be a more, afforded more time to Frank De Boer's. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank De Boer's remit for the job was to, uh, was to imprint his style on the team. He has not been given enough time to fulfil his remit. That is not Frank de Boer's fault. No, no, at all. He wasn't given enough time at Inter. As a, exactly. At and they've been a mess since 2010. They've been a mess since 2010. Yeah, Inter, then, a club like Inter Milan, not even Europa League. Allow it. Exactly. Yeah. But then you'll criticise him for that when it's not his fault. Bear managers have gone there and missed Mancini went there and got sacked again. I'm not being funny. That club, Inter Milan, has been a mess the moment Mourinho left. When Rafa Benitez took over, it was a complete mess. That... Even Rafa went from that to go manage Real Madrid. There you go. There you go. After a fairly successful... Oh, could you call that Napoli still successful? No, no, no. No, no, no because no, everybody's no, no. falling over them under Sarri, not under Benitez. Mm. Benitez's right reign there was awful. Mm. It was awful. Mm, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a very English thing. It's an English problem. It is an English problem. Because they, they try to... I mean, that's, 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 it's the press's, the press's demands as well. This, that, that this you've got, you've got the press's demand, but then you've also got clubs and the country as a whole trying to steal ideas from other nations and other clubs. And from these managers as well. Yeah, oh, yeah true. I, because I get that, yeah. As for, like, for the country, for example, when Germany win the World Cup, Spain, Spain win the World Cup, it's like, let's try and copy that style. That's years of planning that they've done and they've gradually built it through yeah. to get there. You just... I, I said it to Darren earlier today. Um, England have been a country there that they usually pin all their hopes on one player. So when really 18 years old, throw him in there. Mm-hmm. When Ronaldo became Portugal's young star, Figo was still with the squad. Yuri Costa was still about there. Nuno Gomez was there. Even though... Paletta was still there. Even though when Rooney started his England career, they had... Beckham still still in about was yep. it, um, Michael Long was still playing. Yep. Ferdinand was there. Lampard, Gerrard. But the name you kept hearing yeah. was Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney. Argentina, I said it. Every time they have someone young coming up, when they come to that team, they'll know that there's all these kingpins around us. Even when Messi was this, he's a superstar now, obviously. But when it was this young superstar coming through, like wow, who's this kid? He still had that older 
influence mm. there. That's how you build these players. And yeah, that's but what Kabo, I, is still there when Messi first broke into the exactly. squad, wasn't he? And then nine, and clubs as well. You know, you're trying to copy systems that other clubs in Europe do to try and build it and make it successful, but you don't implement it the right way. You don't. You can't really copy anyone's style. But if you want to try and get closer or get similar, do the proper research, not just oh how did they do that? Okay, let me try that, and then see how it goes. And also, if you this is important, and we've this has been said again, but if you you're going to hear in the media. The next couple of weeks, he just didn't fit the profile of the club. The ball just didn't fit the way, um, the way Pius likes to play football, the way Pius can play football. So it's the ball's fault. He didn't adapt himself to the Premier League. The speed he adapt the himself League. to Palace when it too was much. Palace's decision in the first place to hire me. the ball because of the way the ball played football or managed to see play football at Ajax. What do you think is going to happen to him now? He's got to take another sabbatical. I think yeah, but I, I think I reckon the next club he goes to because he'll definitely get another job. Obviously, if you're abroad somewhere, sorry, continue, continue. Okay, um, yeah, he'll go. He'll be obviously be somewhere abroad. What I think will happen is this. So like, what happened with AVB? Because AVB went away and made himself a success. Uh, what was he? Porto. Yeah. Yeah, and he did. He did very well at Porto. So they'll see it as a loss. Eventually, it's one of those things. I feel like it's gonna be karma. One day, Chris Pass will encounter one of his teams and he'll slap that team around. Do you know what I think also? I, ju- I, ju- I, I want it to happen. Anyway. You want it to happen. I I happen. All Chris Pellers ever get into Europe. That's that's that's. that's, that's, that's I want your friendlies, bro. What friendlies? What I think will happen is he'll be like, because he's not going to be stupid. He's not like fucking England. That's what it's going to be like. Of course, England. The panic of all the money in the, in the country. And oh, they yeah. don't honestly really understand what they want to do with their club. And I'm the full guy. That's what he's going to think. Because that's what's happened. Surely as owners have saw the progress. First game was awful. Cool. You went to you went um, against Liverpool, you lost. Happens, Anfield, whatever. Then you lose one um two nil, but you're progressing, you can see it. Then the last game you dominated and then one individual error and then your own signing Wayne Hennessy from time ago starts to do this whole charge as if he's a freaking um what's that Pokemon with the ball? The the horns. Oh Taurus. Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> running racket towards a ball that he's nowhere near outside his box by the time before the guy's even shot like what are you doing that's but that's not his signings and it's, that's not the kind of player that he wants that's individual errors as well not, not team errors it's not, exactly do you, know the, do you know what the funny thing is um, Sean Dyche even said when they lost they, they, they were the they were the, um, the inferior team that Palace was the superior team that, that game um, what, what I've seen a lot of is uh, people like John, I'm gonna name them. John yeah, Cross, say chest, say John chest, Cross said, "Oh, Dash should have got the Palace job instead." Who is to fucking say that Dash wanted the Palace job? And under the current remit, under the remit of which they signed the ball, Dash would have fit the bill anyway. There you go. Because Dash isn't giving Palace anything new to what they already had. So the idea that Dash would have fit the job better is irrelevant because they hired the ball under the pretense of changing their style there you go Daesh isn't a change of style Daesh is a change of style if Manchester City or Arsenal decide tomorrow we want to change style and hire Sean Daesh That's then it would make more sense that would make more sense but hiring Sean Daesh to change your style into a possession style which his teams have never played never mm. ever never ever 
It makes absolutely no sense. Once again, it's certain media people picking their friends and bringing up their friends for their job. And, they, and then on top of it, they have the cheek to play a victim card. Oh, you get called a little Englander yeah. if you want Sean Dyche to get a big job. Completely forgetting the reasons why the ball was hired in the first place. It makes absolutely no sense. You can't shout English managers, English managers, and then try and force English managers where their remit isn't the same. Because if, if Sean Dyche goes in there and tries to implement a football that he's not used to managing himself and flops, and Sean Dyche gets the can for it, the first thing coming out of these people's mouths, the first thing coming out of people like John Cross's mouth is he's not given enough time. English managers aren't given enough time. Going back to the very start of what you said, Sam Allardyce had five, five games where he games lost. In a row, he where, lost five where, L's. Where Paris zero played, out of 15 points. Where, where Paris played similar football to the way he manages anyway, and he still dropped five losses at the start, and it was given time to ride it out. But young, bilingual um, Dutch guy comes in, and as soon as he loses Reputation. the Huddersfield, it's a problem. Reputation. What, in what, uh, what planet Earth would Pulis, or what's his name? What's this guy's name? I don't know. going to say, I think it's a conversation going, let me go to Ajax and ride, let me go for a ride one. I genuinely feel in England that we take a lot of pre- we take a lot of pride from destroying young up and coming managers, destroying foreign up, managers. Yeah, anyway. coming because then we could go. They can't do it here yeah. because yeah. we're yeah. we're this, we're that. They really take pride stop. from that. Yeah. Well, really, they only hurt in the English game. Exactly. They only hurt in the English game. This is why I encourage as many young ballers to answer. go abroad to learn the game Good because you ain't learning anything new in England. Can any of you tell me how um, Jordan Henderson's game has progressed from Sunderland? You really need to ask that question. Pick someone else. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Pick <laughs> someone else. Pick someone else. Because we, we, we said this, Jordan Sancho moving. We said this, well, Owen Hargreaves. How long did it take for him to get appreciated in this country? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you said it, you said it earlier today, earlier on, this, earlier on as well. Um, for Joe's different types of versatility. He's good at centre back. He's okay at right back. He can do a job there. Yeah, he played. He played defensive midfield to break the game up. But then when you put him in a three-five-two situation, he's could like, do oh, it. What, what, could what, do what, it. I don't know what to do, mate. Still playing at centre back. Could do it. There you go. You know, you're in a natural position, but just a little change of tactic, you're lost. Whereas these guys can come in and seamlessly play the game because they've learned how to play different tactics in different roles. That's how you develop a player. Not just, oh, you're a winger, you're fast, run. Cross the ball in, mate. See if anyone can get in the ball. Honestly, think, think of it. How many English players have really progressed playing football in England? Barring the Tottenham boys. Boy. I, I, might, I might give Rashford a little bit because he just... No. It's too uh, early. It's, no, 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 it's too no, no. Early I said a little bit. I didn't say like he's there. Just a little bit because he, he that when he I says, s- I still, I, I still don't think he's progressed anyway. He's, no, no, he's, no progressed. But I mean, he's like, become more confident. No, in, I, ability, no, right? in terms of in terms of learning how to play in a different role because he came through as a, a very central player. I see, okay, that's what enough. I mean. Yeah, fair enough. that's what I mean. But not he hasn't actually developed to like that yeah, level. I get you. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Foreign man just do that. Not them man here. Well, so you look at you look at look at these look at the. To, to prove the point even more, if we're looking at the teams solely managed by English players, English managers or British managers, 
have anybody have you ever seen anybody at West Brom thought right this player's really progressed have you thought the same in Bournemouth have you thought the same in um I think of none of these play, none of these teams have had players that have actually progressed to a level where you thought oh my god like their players are actually getting better yep. not just difficult to beat because they're organised but the players actual quality actually are learning to do different things yeah. like Pochettino took Kane to a completely different level in my opinion Absolutely. and he took Ali to a completely different level Absolutely. in my opinion well, you, you're not seeing that from anybody else, really. Danny Rose. Danny, Danny Rose, especially. Danny Rose didn't know if he was a forward, a left winger, a left back, a centre. He didn't know where exactly. he was. Kyle Walker's name was the importantness Kyle Norton. No, even Trippier starts looking decent. Yeah, Trippier was looking very good. Well, from that same Burnley that everybody had to fall over when he was on the dash. There you go. So... To be honest, it's just. I ain't coaching my players like that. It's just, it, <laughs> the idea is just to it's just to make young foreign managers look like they can't deal with the hard thing that England is, and that 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 for me is just disingenuous. And also, if you're going to hire a manager, hire a manager that fits your fucking system. And if you want to give them time to revolutionise the club, back them in the market and give them. You should have even talked about the boys' job this season. To be honest, yeah, we should have talked about it. Mm. Because he should have been given at least this year to at least just start the turnaround. But, you know. Okay, so Ra, so, quick shout out, Chris Hutton. Did your thing, man. You did your Jeez. thing. Thank We're you here very for you. much. Jeez. We love you, man. Jeez. We really, we, you're so important. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's doing, your, true. Do, doing your thing since the mid 2000s. I respect it, man. Respect it, my love. What are you talking about next? Oh, I forgot. I saw an article about uh, Morata being the cleverest striker in the league. On the BBC, it said, "Is Morata the most clever striker in the Premier League history?" That was quick. How many goals he scored? Three headers. Hmm. Do you know what I don't understand about this? Hmm. Quite interesting. There is absolutely no reason why this should have happened. But I thought about something. When Lukaku and Murata were thinking about going to their respective clubs, Mina Rizuki, a female Italian journalist, said that she rated Murata over Lukaku because Murata was, quote-unquote, more intelligent than Lukaku. More intelligent as a footballer than Lukaku. Mm. And from then, the narrative that Murata is this supremely intelligent striker has started to come through. Whilst we all admit Morata um, is incredibly talented, we all we all think he's good. We're not here for the BS. But let's be completely let's be completely real. He's not the most intelligent striker in the Premier League. He's not even the most intelligent white striker in the Premier League at the moment. Boy. In my opinion, the most intelligent striker. Drop names. The most intelligent white striker in the Premier League is Harry Kane by a country mile because his game is limited and yet he manages to bang goals all the time. He's not massively strong. He's not massively fast. But he always knows where to go. His movement is A1. He's not the most uh, intelligent um, striker of any sort of race. You've got Aguero. You've got... um, You've got Lukaku still there. Sturridge. You've got Sturridge. You've got Firmino. Drop so the the idea that he's suddenly the most 
like Lacazette even. Alexis, drop news. So drop fire. I I, 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 I don't know where that that that's next, come from. I, that's do you, that because if you the things that I'm thinking that 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 sort of narrative came from is from her interview uh, from the fact he started off really well, but I I think it's bullshit to be honest. But but what do you guys think? I just think he's not the most intelligent striker in the league. That's why. I, that's why. I dropped, that's why I dropped the line, boy. I got. I said that's why. Is that just Ray Charles or whatever? Ray Charles. We all know why. Why that's happened, bro? Like, how do you? How did you come to that conclusion? Like, we just. I literally just saw the article on the BBC Sports. I know. Today. I saw. I, I get that. But how do you? How do you come to that see, conclusion? See, this is the thing, yeah. They, this is the same. What? Let's let's say a month ago. Yeah, before the move was finalized. These are the same guys over here that were saying he's never dropped down the first team spot, which is true. I say like a first number one striker spot in these clubs like Madrid, Juventus, and Madrid. Even though I'll back him to this day, he had Ronaldo, he had Higuain, he had Dybala, he had Tevez, he had these guys in front of him. Of course, it's going to be strong. It's going to be hard to get ahead of these guys. These guys are, you know, he's very good. They're extremely good. Yeah, but if you're super intelligent, though, surely you'd, you'd yeah. Surely though, you 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 beat Benzema. You know, plus that, you know that, that, that Spanish boy, that that, that, that nationality of his, a uh, club Spain. like Real Madrid, you know, in Spain, homegrown, homegrown talent. Bro. They love homegrown talent. They love it. Like Raúl, Asensio, Asensio, right now. You know, Moriente. Right now, Isco is finally popping. Bro. so. In this Cabellos current, is there, you know? in this current climate, surely, with all with everything going towards you and being this far superior intelligence mind than, than any striker in the Premier League, despite that striker scoring sixty goals for Everton and West Brom, please. Talk about his record for and West Brom. Brom. Talk about his for West Brom. Didn't he score like twenty goals for West Brom? Right, Under. Fucking Steve Clark. Also, was he the first striker to score that many goals for West Brom in the season? Boy. You had a man like Odin Wingy. And he upgraded to Lukaku. And let's talk about the fact that Lukaku was a teenager doing this at West Brom. 18. I mean, 18. Oh. You also don't, like, you also forget that this man speaks five fucking languages. Boom. Does Murata even speak English? Yeah, he does. But a little bit. Yeah. A, little bit a, little <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Not not five language level though, right? No. Not five language level intelligence. It's like we know we know the reason why this narrative is is popping. Yeah, we know, yeah. It's still fucking infuriating though, because this mindset has had a hold of of. Of British punditry and, and to be honest, world punditry. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. though the best striker in the world, the to best, the best striker to ever, to, there, were, wait, there, were, there were three best strikers, the four best strikers to ever live in the world. Go for it. Ronaldo. Go for it. Thierry. Go for it. Pele. Go for it. And fucking Eusebio. Boom. These are four strikers. Boom. Two have under 300 goals. One of them has like God, God knows how many goals in multiple different, yeah. different leagues in Ronaldo. Same as Henri, to be honest. Pele scored over a thousand. Was was part of essentially the Harlem Globetrotters of football. Yeah, he was. Well, he was yeah. New York Cosmos. Yeah. No, no, New York Cosmos. I'm talking about Santos. They were oh, the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Santos as well. Yeah. 
won three World Cups and then Eusebio 600 goals and then got screwed out of a World Cup because England decided, oh, we're not going to play Liverpool anymore. We're going to play in Wembley because, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's easier for us. So they cheated. Let's face it. They cheated in order to win that World Cup in 66. They stole that World Cup away from Eusebio and stole the limelight away from him as well because he would have ran them ragged on that Liverpool pitch. These are the strikers that, that you... These are the strikers that everybody wants to live up to, but no. You want to you talk about how, how hard-working Gerd Muller is? Should we go back to position by position? Because if how you hard-working Gerd Muller is? How, 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 how great fucking Maradona is? That drug cheat? Boy! Nobody wants to mention that. Boy! Dr- not just a drug cheat, a fucking cheat as well. Yeah. Got away with it very clean. You want you want you want to idolize these men for, for 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 essentially nothing. They were great players, but they don't touch the other the guys that I fucking mentioned. Don't touch them. Not in intelligence. Not in play. Not in strength. Not in speed. Yes. Not in finishing ability. Yes. Pele a thousand goals because he played for Santos. You don't want to give. Oh my days! That man stopped a war. Yeah. A fucking war for two days. Two rival nations called a fucking truce to watch one man play football. It wasn't the whole team. It was it Santos. Was Can Maradona do that? Man. Can Messi do that? Can Cristiano Ronaldo do that? No. No. Because no. it was top of now. No. Because it's facts that they can't do that. You, like, how, like, sport has been dominated by black people for generations. Sport in general. Sports. Sports in general. Yeah. Sports. 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 Bro, yes. we're about to dominate tennis with... Wrong! <laughs> Tennis again, golf. You know how mad. You know who's dominated golf since Tiger? Boy, nobody. No one. Nobody. No one. Also, nobody's bringing the amount of money to golf since Tiger, Tiger Woods. Na- name me someone. If you're not, if you're not from Britain, name me someone that that that. Name me a name in golf. You can't. If you're not from Britain, you can't mention Roy McIlroy. Fuck Roy, Roy McIlroy. Fucking up. Athletics, track and track. Track and oh, been dominated. Boy. Cricket boy. since the fucking eighties. We've been dominating. Boy. All these sports, but you don't want to give these men the respect that they fucking deserve for all the money they've bought you. Are you fucking dumb? And you've got, so you've got, you've got lazy narratives every single week. It's all about every single, every single week. day. Can you imagine? I, I mean, I was, I wasn't aware, but could you imagine the articles when Henri was playing? Oof! Fucking hell, man! I'm tired. I'm tired of this bullshit. It needs to change. You can't... How can... Morata scored 20 goals off the bench for Real Madrid. Okay. I could score 20 goals off the bench the, for fucking Real Madrid. This, and this is the thing. that we I, I, I was praising that last year. Because... Again, it was a, great. To start off, like, we, we all liked Morata. Exactly. We're not actually like, getting at him saying, no, it's your fault. It's not, we're, not, we're not like you people out, out there, innit? But when you drop such BS, we have to drop facts on you like this. Because you, that, the narrative... It's Real Madrid, you know. Bruv. It's, it's, it's not Sevilla. It's, it's, it's not Las Palmas. It's Madrid. Bruv. They're champions. In, te- in his whole career, he's not been able to, to settle a number nine spot. Fam. Best he's right- 23. Best right back of all time, Cafu. I'll say it with chest. Best left back of all time, Marcelo. Bang. Makaleli made the position after him. One of the best midfielders, Sadov. Centre mid. Not talking about attacking mid. He can't bring Zidane into this. Bruv. Even though he's African, but that's by the by. Um, he's white African. But the thing, the facts of the matter is, 
fact of the matter is, the article says is Morata the most clever footballer in the Premier League at the moment. And no. the answer is a resounding no. Black, white, whatever. Black, no. white, whatever. No. He's, as I said, he's not even more intelligent than Harry Kane. Why? Because he can link up play. Harry Dom! Think, think about, think about, think about Harry Kane's game. Think about Harry Kane's game. What is he good at? Scoring goals. Scoring, yeah. Licking goals all over. But he's not strong. He's not, he's not, not fast. fast. He's not fast. So how does he score so many goals? Because he has a brain. And that is you don't want to big up the players that are actually doing it, Boy. but you want to big up you want to big up players to push the agenda because you know why Morata's name was in the media when he first came to England because the first thing that was happened is he was compared to a black footballer. That's the, that's the fact. Straight away, straight away, Morata didn't ask for this clearly. Yeah, but this was this was again what Mina Bazuki said on Five Live, comparing the two. And when they pushed this narrative on, and the BBC have run with it themselves because Murata started well. I beg you, Lukaku started just as well. You started better. He's top goal scorer. Wait, he's got four, hasn't he? He's top goal scorer. He's got more than the Murata straight away. Yeah. So, yep. so what's the like I said? It's got just as many goals. So what? What? Because because he can because he can fucking head the ball down and make an assist. Yeah, all Chelsea fans are in the fucking. Also on that show, on Chelsea fans, yeah, drop it. On Chelsea fans again, drop it. Getting told off by your club for anti-Semitic chants. What will you guys learn? All the time. Your your owner is Jewish. Morata is Jewish, but you're singing Morata. Wait, when, 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 when? This weekend. Morata, Morata had to go to the club and they released a statement together saying, "I don't like these chants. Stop singing it." They were singing. he came. He came from Spain or something like that, he, and he hates. He the came yids. from Madrid, and he hates the. Fucking he hates yids. the fucking yids. Your owner is Jewish. Morata is Jewish, but you don't do any research. You just think, oh yeah, there's another white guy that's in the club. When will these guys Chelsea, learn? Man, Chelsea, Chelsea. Again, I'm not surprised. It's Chelsea. We all know what their background is. I get it. You, their the club it. is steeped in racism. Hell, so I don't know what I don't know what we expected, but. Well, the issue with me for Chelsea is they could easily just point these guys out and say we're not buying, we're not letting you buy any tickets for us. But they probably won't. They'll never do it. So they'll never do it. They'll never do it. The only reason they done it to the other guy that um they caught was pushing the the black guy off the train was because there was so much pressure applied to it. And the video, and the video, and then they had the cheek to offer the black man a ticket to Chelsea, like he'd want to go there. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry for you, sorry for your your um your trauma, just. Here you go. Here's go a go to a place match. where a lot of other people come. You feel the same come way. Come sit down for ninety minutes and go home. It's mad. What's fucked up? Literally, man. I should have known from time. There was a, when, when I said what was I? What year was? What, what year were you when Ilan Ilian dropped um for West Ham? I don't know. Come what year? But. I realised that it sounded like, for example, like Aspilicueta as well, because you can't be with say, can't both say Cesar Aspilicueta as if it's the hardest name to say in the world. You call him um, Dave. Um, Dave, I've completely forgot about that. Ilan, you called him Ian. Ilan, Ilan, you called him Ian. Chelsea, man. Welcome to England, lads. Know. Welcome to England, lads. This country's messed up. There needs, there needs to be radical change. If you, like, oh, boy. if you don't get rid of these people, it's going to persist. And it's not like... This is a footballing problem. This is a, this this is, is it's, it's a problem. world problem. It's a world problem. It is, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a, my, football's a microcosm of, of, of society. That's guaranteed. But Jesus Christ, just root it out. How hard is it to ban people from your stadium? Love. 
how hard is it like journalists how hard is it to listen to people bruv. that's your job bruv legit their job is not that their job is to push agendas to make sure people are happy that they want to keep happy what you're, you're saying should be their job but in reality that's, that's not, not what's not happening is job, it yeah. what's next um What's next? The Tony Blair thing? Yeah, this is a bit of a weird one. Um, he had a good idea, but he's still a war criminal. Yeah, he's a war criminal. You, you, you need to go to jail. And we are not a fan of his. You know, you need to go to jail. And also... You know, you're, you're Tory in, in Labour in labor skin, man. Be careful, because I, I, I've looked at our Twitter on our wall, and there's a lot of like far-right people following us. It's Fuck really, you, get it's off. It's really disconcerting. Really? It is, it's really disconcerting. I don't understand why. Fuck uh, they've obviously like a football um, Twitter that they like to, they like to follow they obviously they clearly don't listen to us that often because they know they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, know yeah, yeah, that yeah. we don't stand for that listen and then fuck off <laughs> yes listen. to this one not listen. any others not listen. any others listen we don't want your, your views. political views no don't don't leave die we don't need your views anymore mad but anyway yeah Tony Blair in an interview um, was saying that he wants to push really heavily for a British Cup or a British League, um, so I just wanted to get everybody's opinions on that. Um, that would be a nice idea. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, what was it to make money as well for other clubs in the other leagues? So well? I'd say as an as as. I mean, it would have been smart. So when did he when did he leave office? Two thousand and two thousand six. I think. Two thousand seven. Seven. I think it was. It was through, it was through a term and then going back to Yeah, going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so. At that time, the FA Cup was 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 dying a a slow it was, a slow death. It was a, it was a birth of the Wembley Millennium Stadium yeah. double yeah. thing yeah. that started to ruin it. So in order to, to, I think it would have brought back a desire, uh, like a lot of Scottish teams would have would have grasped at the opportunity to, to put one over on, on one of the big yeah, four guys. Obviously, that's always been, if Sarkin Rangers had the back end that yeah. you get in the Premier League, then they'd be just as good. So as I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say a league, because I mean, essentially the league is, is pretty much British, because Swansea and Cardiff are, are, in, are in English. But more of a cup version. So a cup competition, I'd say to replace the FA Cup. How would you, how would, would you, I, would have, I think it would have replaced the League Cup, because obviously the FA Cup is too much yeah. more romantic. Uh, yeah, the romantic idea, idea, but I mean, it's, yeah, it would, I reckon it would have replaced the League Cup, probably. it would have become its own little thing. Mm. But how, how would it have been worked for you because for me the only way because the amount of teams across Britain the only way it would work out is through seeding but if it's seeding it's already being unfairly well, weighted this, towards the English team this is the thing I think because number one you have to also be taking into consideration like stuff like um, Champions League and all that and knowing how they do things in the country already like for example with the big teams they really don't the, help them their fake up in the third round Premier League teams that's when you jump in yeah. so they probably would be something along those lines because if you once you qualify for the Champions League or the Europa League or um, UEFA Cup at that time, mm. it takes precedence per se, depending on the the level of the club. But if you're in Champions League, you want to achieve something, mm. and if you're in the UEFA Cup, unless it's not like a thing you want to win where you want to get back to the Champions League, you go for it. So I think where it would have been would have been similar to the FA Cup rules in terms of okay, now the Premier League comes, clubs will jump in here, and then go from there. But how they would have worked it. But don't you think if they did that, no then what would have happened was it would have turned into the FA Cup again yeah. really quickly. That's, it would be the same thing. Because all the lower league English teams. Oh, that too. Where does it start? Where's the cut-off point? I'd say, I'd say maybe top five championship. Top five in championship. Top five championship, Scottish League, first division. 
Well, you mean that? I mean, so you have the so you have so you have the Premier League and the top five teams in the Championship, yeah. and then you have. But how would you quantify, especially the league? Especially the league like a Championship. What the top five is? I think they would have probably done something like. Um, top four leagues in the, in England. I would have said top two in Scotland, or maybe just Scottish Championship. I would have I, sign like they would have signed like I that. would have said so um, for top five for Championship. So obviously, the teams that were relegated don't get a chance. Um, what is it? So the not the so one one and two they're in the Premier League, so they they obviously qualified, and the third that got promoted they've obviously oh, qualified. So, so, so three in the playoff spots. So three playoff spots and, the and two, there's seven, two seven, below. So six, so seventh and eighth, eighth yeah. would have. Yeah. Do you know what I would have possibly done? I would have had I would have rebranded the Saint Johnstone's paint trophy, made that bigger, put the lower leagues of the English, Welsh, and Irish and Scottish to fight for that. Mm. On account, mm. they take the first two top leagues of all the other countries and then put them in like a round robin draw out of the hat one one game knockout situation. Mm. Would it be seeded? No, no, it would no, have been just, just, like just random, random draw. Whoever you play, you play. Yeah. Whoever you play, you play. Okay, that's fair. Mm. Good idea. I mean, I think it's time's. No well, time flex passed. Yeah. I just I just saw it resurface today. Yeah. So it would have been interesting. Though. It would have been interesting. If it, if it went through, yeah, that would have been quite fun. I mean, it would have been dominated by English teams, but exactly. But nice, nice, nice. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say good on your Tony Blair. No hell no, fuck yeah. you. Maybe they would have signed Wenger would have won. What <clears throat> boy? Agenda, I see. Yeah. Hey, but before before we go, after I've saying, just seen an article from oh. the BBC saying Palace were looking for replacements two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, off. On the BBC, um, this, 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 hey, what are you gonna say? I'm going to put these on the pub uh, Twitter. Uh, David Ornstein, Frank the Bull Palace were looking for a replacement two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, so, is, 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 is what you're going to say, because that's going to be Yeah, so, what's Yeah, before we go, I was going to say, I'm happy this week was Arsenal. Because, <laughs> no, because it's, it's, it has been overly negative. Yeah. And I do, I don't know. I don't want to give them praise per se because it was Bournemouth and like just over random, but like praise where praise is due, I guess. And like this doesn't change anything. We still had a poor transfer market. Absolutely. Still shouldn't have got battered by Liverpool like that. But good on you. I think you you want you want to be able to point out the positives, otherwise it just looks like you're yeah. always shitting on Arsenal, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's um, yeah, Michael. Are, are we getting Premier League fixtures? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Top. I was about to say that. Yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say where can they find us. Oh right, just, just keep, okay. keep, keep going. I'm coming. I'm coming. I thought we was missing. No, we're missing anything, fam. Right, Magic. We know. We know. We know. We know. I can trust you, bro. You should trust me. Do I do? Just gonna ask you. Yeah, I don't know. Nice kicking, Nice kicking. Mm. Talk about that in a minute. Talk about that in a minute. Bournemouth, Brighton, and Hove Albion. Um, actually, yeah, I think Bournemouth will win this one somehow. Nah. Somehow. Somehow. Fuck Bournemouth. Somehow. Well, what's wrong with Bournemouth? <laughs> I, I mean, think I think it's gonna be a draw. As much as I like Chris Horton, just there's not enough about Brighton for me to 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 stay on a prolonged good run. I'm waiting for the foot to have a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> Crystal Palace Southampton Southampton hopefully from now on I'm backing everything 
everyone against Crystal Palace. I don't care. <laughs> I'm on it. I don't, I don't, I don't care if it's like City it's, or Liverpool. It's, it's, like, get it's like what we did with West Brom the, the other year. Yeah. yeah. As long as as long as they get slapped, I'm happy. Yeah. Huddersfield, Leicester. Score drop. I think. Uh, Leicester. Yeah. Excuse me. Liverpool versus uh, Gravelist team, Burnley. Liverpool. See, I think Burnley are going to win. That's really? exactly the same game, same type of games mm. that Liverpool struggled last season. True. I, th- yeah. but I think Liverpool sneak away this one. Personally, anyway. No, I think, I think Burnley, Burnley might nick it. I don't think they might nick it. You know, you know, you know Graveler, man. He's, he's a jammy bastard. Fucking jammy bastard. Newcastle, Stoke. Newcastle. Three in the room for them. I think Stoke are going to win. Be a w. No, draw. That's got draw written all over it, man. Uh, Watford City. City. Draw. City. City draw. Gonna win. For a draw. We think... all love Marco Silva here, but let's be honest. Golfing camp. No, I'm going. I'm going. There's golfing class, but there's. I'm going for also set piece. I think. Uh, I think. What, what's, he, what's that guy's name? The striker. Okay. Uh, okay. I think he's just on the bulldoze for that that, that fence. You know? Okaka would absolutely. He's gonna torture them. Terrible, I, think, yeah, I think it'll be a draw. Yeah, it was, I, think, I think it might be like a 2-2 maybe. If City win, then obviously at, they're at, expected at, to draw. I think City are going to win. I think there is a market golfing class between those two teams. So I think because of that. This poverty match. West Brom, West Ham. Ugh, last match of the day. <laughs> um, Boy. West I'm going to go with... Uh, West Ham away, you know. I'm going to go with a West Ham loss and the rampant to overdrive on rumours about Bidditch job <laughs> starting <laughs> Hey, but actually kept the ball, you know. I'd be mad. And then the ball, the ball ruins Palace. Oh, I'd that's my. I, I think the ball to West Ham is a better fit than the ball to Palace as well. You could have Lanzini there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ayu can play scratching football a little yeah. bit. Um, Drop Mark Noble to the reserves. And then there's for Poacher's role. Oh God, Mark Noble is just so distinctly Honestly, five out of ten. It's <laughs> It's painful. Boy, that's generous, boy. I, 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 I know, right? The club is that that that's that's a passion. You know they had right the there. cheek to say he's only seventeen. He's better than Roy Keane, Mark Noble. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, can you believe? Yeah. But let's talk about their Bare careers. Relegation sits in the bus anyway. Tottenham, Swansea. Tottenham. Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham. Crazy, yeah. Because it's that like people that has Wembley again. Listen. He started now. He started. He's like the September started. He's like, right? Yeah. And he would goes on himself playing him. Like we said here already, he's going to destroy Sheriff's record. People have to beat that. Thank no, thank win a league. Win two as well. So you can beat him completely, isn't Yes. <laughs> hey, wait, yo, wait, 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 wait. You used to ask Tottenham guys to win the league. With a different club. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh just just checking, but I see what happened there. Like right, when Lukaku goes to Barca. Go, wow. to, go, go to go to wow that's what Sandy Bala doing it not Kane I was about to say Kane you know mad I want Dybala bro. I, I, if of course you want Dybala if, if, if I hate you want Griezmann that didn't happen either yeah but that's next summer isn't it but I, but no, number but 7 shirt still vacant so you know some big's coming that's all I'm going to say that's the, all I'm going to say the clause the clause up to 200 million but after the window closed we're back to 100 million that's the clause in the contract so all I'm saying is that number 7 shirt is still vacant and somebody is going to get it and it's going to be a bad man I want a hot landing celebration or I just want Dybala. And to be honest, if I hate Dybala as available, I don't want anyone else in my life but from Dybala. I'd rather have Griezmann. No. Boy. Boy. No. Boy. No. No. Boy. No, 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 no. Oi. No. Hey, 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 hey
Roll out, man. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. No, hey, when the guys about you, though, know, hey, nah. hey, mm. 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 hey, listen, mm. hey. the amount of side that it's hey. going on right now, I'm fully eating yourself in you right <laughs> now, <laughs> Jesus, hey, next match, no, you, Ch- mm. Chelsea Arsenal, Chelsea, it's not even up for discussion, yeah, Chelsea got a pop Arsenal, the intelligence score hat trick, bro. <laughs> I'm different. That's his new nickname. <laughs> the intelligence. The intelligence. Oh shit, man. Uh, United Everton. Ooh, super Sunday indeed. Two one. I really want to score. Yeah, really will score, but United will win. And, and I, I will, I will say much as Rude once. Really will score. Rah, after after, really after, will after the current, current, current shit that's going on. Really, oh, really is a, a big man on his soul. His private life. But that's his private life. I'm here to talk about his private he's life. He's done it before. He still came to get a kick ball. But, but live. I'm telling he's you, a fool, but, you know. he will bang against Man United because he will play like we all done him wrong. Even though really, <laughs> yeah. even though really, that's no, no, how no. we played no, out. No, no, no. You man done him wrong still. <laughs> he's my, he's my boy for life. You man did him wrong. He did you think he celebrated? Oh, no, yeah, he's yeah. fucking celebrating. But if it's if it's he's, if he's, he's on the side where Everton fans are, yeah. then he'll probably he, just go up to them and just be like, no, he, maybe he kiss the badge. He's if celebrating. If it's on our side, he'll probably just do some little, I mean, Illuminati. Thing Illuminati, you know, shit. That's like, what I call like, it. like it's 2012, you know. <laughs> That's what I call it. Like, well, we're trolling through internet conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no, if he, if he scores, it won't upset me. No, let's be real. Wayne Rooney is now playing for his boyhood club. Man said every night he slept in his Everton pajamas. If he scores against Man United, Rooney. he is celebrating Rooney. with his chest, Rooney. whether we like Rooney. it or not. I also say really. Just I don't mind. Like he's entitled to do that, and also I don't. I don't subscribe to this. You shouldn't celebrate against your former club. But yes, I think if you Stupid, score, man. I think if you score, you should celebrate because you scored. Fun. Do you it's know what I mean? It's a You're goal. Winning. Enjoy yourself. But winning. I think United are gonna win. But I think Rooney's gonna score. Winning. Michael, what bins? Top bins. Yeah. yeah. Second one. Finesse it. Top bins. Dripping in it. And it don't make no sense. I mean, over the bar and, also, and dipped right back. And also, know, just man. because um, I, you saw Oxley Chamberlain stretching for the ball, thinking, I already conceded four, don't make it five, bro. What up, Ox? You good? You healthy? Boy. You eating your greens, fam? Boy. Eating your you, greens? You, you like smelling like Liverpool air? Yeah. Just really yeah. get worse. How is your father, by the way? He's, he's kind of a snake. Boy. I, I remember that 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 uh, <laughs> that Super Sunday uh, interview. It's mad, you know. What did he say? Not Super Sunday. No, it was um, Goals on Sunday. That interview. What did he do? What was it? He said he, he was thinking about moving, and his and his father sitting there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. trying to plug him. Yeah, trying to plug. Trying to just spurn him on. Don't want to talk about, but, but they want, but they're English, so they want to talk about loyalty, though. It's madness, though. Boy, madness. Michael, look at the way he's reveling Oaks. Oh, he's so happy. Hey, the despair is beautiful. Arsenal fans are gassed. You see that? You see that tweet? I have to defend Ox anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the pickle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. See. Oh, see. Big twenty-three, you know. Yeah. Big twenty-four, even. Oh, Reece says he doesn't know what you're good at. Wow. Big twenty-four, moving like yeah. Fee Walcott. Wow. It's mad, you know. We used to be still in the same Greece when he gets three points. He get nothing next week. 
I still talk. What's he bangs goals? Oh, it's all said. Will he bang goals? Of course he won't. Just imagine he's also a hat trick. You know, you know, you know who he is? Just like the intelligence. If Sterling. Christ, the intelligence. <laughs> if Sterling is Sean Wright Phillips, he's Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. He's yeah. Bradley. Fair. Because he can't assist, he can't score. It doesn't matter. You were in that Arsenal team when we banging, we were banging teams. And you didn't get goals. Are you mad? I don't know. 35 million. Say. Have fun. Michael, where can you find us? Um, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Free Me Filmed. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boys. <laughs> Holla at your boys. Yes. Darren. It's your last one. Say goodbye, bro. Yeah, this is mad. I didn't expect you to do that. Yeah, um, yeah thanks for listening. Keep listening. I'll, I will be back on guest appearances. But of course. Guest appearances now, you know. It's guest I, I, I will be a guest, though, wouldn't I? Because I won't be here full time because I'm not yeah, even yeah. in the, not going to be even in the city. So. Landis, you can smoke in a minute. He's having a, having a, a sad sad moment here. Yeah. Are you saying peace out? Are you going to sleep? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can speak, you know. Look at the way Dobbs disrupted my goodbyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> keep listening to these guys' quality content. There's gonna be more guests. There's gonna be more views. There's gonna be more blessings. But yeah, boy, that's it, boy. This oh, has been. When we pop here, I'm looking for that guy called Dave. Darren. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was my idea. This shit was actually my this idea. This has been another episode of Free Me Podcast. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>